Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm Professor Sides. You can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. Today is Friday, April 29th, 2022. This episode covers all of today's Major League Baseball games. In case you're here, I built a mathematical model for win probability, and I analyze weather data in order to come up with some plates and totals. I make one pick and one pick only on every game that's played Monday through Saturday. That doesn't mean I recommend you do the same. I'm just giving the information as to what I like the most and where my head is for each matchup. As you go through the plays, remember, there are no locks in gambling, so we'll give you our loves, likes, and leans to help you decide which picks you might want to play and how I recommend you scale your wagers. Then in mind, please understand that good and bad variants will occur, so as much as I'd like to say it will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Yesterday, just a fantastic day. Um, I mean, no no real complaints. <laughs> um, a little scary there at the end of the night <laughs> with the Diamondbacks having the bases loaded in the ninth uh, on that team total when they... I think they had zero runs through seven innings. That, that that was a sweat that shouldn't have been, but thankfully uh, that one came through to finish off a fantastic night. Uh, Forrest, because Jared had a good night as well, so that was a lot of fun. And like I always say, when we have a good night, we'll try to keep it rolling tonight. Uh, no guarantees that we can, of course. Just like I say, there's always good and bad variants. There's always good and bad luck. There's always sometimes just bad reads, stuff like that happens. But I will do my best today to give you as many winners as I gave you yesterday. Before we get to that slate, reminders, Please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And the only way to ensure that you don't miss any college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. Share with a friend if you know others in the game. Hit me up on Twitter or drop a comment. If you're on YouTube, I love those and try to respond to as many as I can. No afternoon games today, unfortunately. Again, when y'all elect me king of baseball, we will have games every day. So that's my I promise to you my loyal constituents when, when that day comes, you know, we, we always should have day baseball, no day baseball today. Unfortunately, 635 Eastern first pitch Padres at the pirates. You Darvish versus Zach Thompson. Weather-wise, we're going to be starting off around 60 degrees, closing around 55. So a chilly night, a little bit of a bump to the pitchers there. Uh, winds will be across mostly to right field, but also not blowing very hard. So nothing that's going to really affect anything on that end of it. Two pitchers that, Kind of up and down. Uh, I have Darvish at right around league average at this point in his career. I have Thompson somewhere between league average and below league average, depending on exactly how you want to look at it. Thompson's had some good starts in his past. He hasn't looked great this year on the whole. The model thinks the Padres should be a minus 152 favorite. I'll take the Pirates at plus 165. There's definitely some value there. I'm going with a C pick. It's kind of a C plus pick. At plus 165, I don't have to get that many units down to see a good return on my investment. So it's not a B pick. A B pick would give, you know, would would wager two units and get back over three. That's a little strong for this spot. Like I said, kind of a C plus pick here. Um if I had more faith in Zach Thompson, or if I had more faith in the Pirates' offense, I would give this a B pick. But those are two things just holding me back, kind of saying there's value in the Pirates. It's a side I want to be on. The odds are too high. But I don't want to be over-invested uh, going against this Padres' offense with the pitcher in Zach Thompson that is kind of meh at best. So C pick for me on the Pirates simply because I like the plus 165 it provides. 640 Eastern, first pitch Mariners at the Marlins, Matt Brash versus Elisa Hernandez. Of course, in that dome there in Miami, or if they open it up, that means it's likely to be nice weather. 
The model thinks the Marlins should be a minus 107 favorite. So I'm taking them at plus 105. I think the wrong team is favored here. And I'm going to give this an A grade. This one's pretty straightforward to me. I think both of these pitchers are pretty even. You could make the case that Brash is a little better, but it's hard to say with such a small sample size. I, I don't really have him as anything special at this point. Doesn't mean you won't become one later, but at this point... Yeah, first good start aside, his numbers aren't really anything great. You know, it's hard to come up and dominate this young pitcher. Hernandez, also nothing special. I think the starting pitching matchup here is basically a wash. I think the Marlins are the better team. The Mariners, you know, had a good year last year, winning a lot of one-run games. That's usually not predictive of future success. Doesn't mean I think the Mariners are bad. I just don't think they're quite as good as they played last year. The Marlins, I think, are pretty good because Jared and I talked about them yesterday. I think their bullpen, I've talked about it before, I think they don't have a lot of great names. I think the bullpen's pretty solid, especially for most a bunch of guys that probably not a lot of people know about. I, I don't see how the Mariners are favored in this game on the road when I think everything either is a draw or points towards the Marlins. So a pick for me on the Marlins, plus 105. Hopefully it stays plus odds for you throughout the day. 7 to 5 Eastern, first pitch, Red Sox at the Orioles. Rich Hill versus Kyle Bradish. Uh, I kind of thought we would see a little bit of Rich Hill yesterday with Whitlock starting. They were going to tandem up. Uh, Whitlock went a little deeper than I expected. Didn't go very deep, but deeper than I expected. Um, so Rich Hill starting tonight. Um, I, I don't think much of him, especially at this point in his career. Bradish is a prospect. Uh you never really know how good they'll turn out to be just in general. Um, as of this point, I project him slightly below league average, but I mean, there's a ton of variability around that estimate. Weather-wise though, lines up for and under. It's, an, it's a nice chilly night, about 60 degrees to start, mid 50s to finish. Winds will be blowing either across or in uh, from left field around five miles an hour. The model says Red Sox minus 120. You could look Orioles plus 125 might provide some value. Again, depending on how you feel about Bradish um, for the Orioles. I'm going to go under nine, and I'm going to give this an A grade. I'm pulling the same strategy I pulled Wednesday. There's six unders that I like, and I really just cannot differentiate between them. I like all of them a lot for specific reasons. This one's about the number. Uh, it's an A picket nine it's a b pick at eight and a half and the reason i say that is just getting that push protection at nine offers a lot of value it's minus 120 so i don't love laying that juice but this is a weather under not a starting pitcher under and so i this is one that i looked at and i debated between a and a b grade but i just think the weather lines up for it the orioles have been an under team their bullpen's been much improved their bats haven't been that good don't really trust this Red Sox offense. Both pitchers scare me a little bit, but everything else points to under, and I just like that push protection on nine. So a pick for me under nine in Boston, Baltimore. It's one that's going to be a little bit harder to pull the trigger on given the names of the starting pitchers, but I think everything else lines up, and so I'm going to trust that process. 707 Eastern first pitch, Astros at the Blue Jays, Jose Urquidy versus Yusei Kikuchi. Uh, two pitchers that are... Somewhere between average and below average. The total on this one is a tough assessment. You have a hitter's park in Toronto. 
and a total of eight and a half and two pitchers I don't trust, which screams over. But the Blue Jays last year played under in some absurd number of their games. I think their offense gets is good, but it gets respect as if it's like the Dodgers offense or something. And it's it's good, not amazing. The Astros offense, I don't trust at all right now. We've been talking about that. I, I've, I've had three straight A-play winners on the Astros, backing the Astros twice. Cousin Jared backed him yesterday for another win, and I had the under. I think playing the Blue Jays is a little bit different of a story, though, than playing the Rangers. I, I, I just have so much conflicting information with regards to the total. The model says that the Blue Jays should be minus 127, so I'm going to back the Blue Jays minus 115. I'll give it a B grade. I think Rikini's the better pitcher than Kikuchi. I, I I think that's really what's holding me back from this being an A play. If I if I thought that was flipped, and I don't think a ton better, but I think he's a better pitcher. If that was flipped, I'd go A play on the Blue Jays here. I think the numbers right. I think they should be bigger favorites at home with the Astros bats not being great. They they did score a few runs in Arlington, a few more than than they had the previous uh, series against these Blue Jays. Um, but I think that's a factor of playing the Rangers pitchers. Uh, I still don't trust their bets right now against any pitcher with the pulse. I just don't know if I put Kikuchi in that category of, of good and of an upgrade of what the Rangers have. So that's just, that's what's holding me back from an A play. I like this one. I think the Blue Jays are the right side. I think the numbers right at minus one fifteen. I just can't quite get there with an A play. Uh, I'm just a little bit hesitant with Kikuchi on the mound. 7-10 first pitch Phillies at the Mets. Aaron Nola versus Tyler McGill. Uh, Tyler McGill, who, again, I think is a pretty good pitcher, looks fantastic this year for the most part. Uh, his projected numbers continue to improve every start, it seems like. Weather-wise, similar story as we saw in some of the other northeastern cities, 60 degrees. To start, closing in the low 50s. Winds will be blowing fairly hard, but across to right field. So it shouldn't affect things too much there wind-wise. Model thinks Mets minus 114. Right now, that offers no value on either side. Uh, I'm going under seven. Uh, a pick for me on this one. Kind of like I said in the Baltimore one, under at this number at seven is an A play. If it drops to six and a half, it's a B pick for me. I like that push protection at seven. I think this number should be six and a half. I think it's a little bit too high. I just don't think that the numbers have adjusted as much as they should to the fact that the ball is doing whatever it's doing physics-wise, where it's just not carrying as much. And two pitchers that are really good. Nola will look fantastic in his last start. I got that A grade under last time he was out. And I just see it being a similar low-scoring situation. The Phillies, I swear, scored half the runs against the Rockies via errors on the Rockies. Half of those by Ryan McMahon, who looked just lost at third base all series long. I don't see the Mets doing that, uh, assuming they don't make as many errors as the Rockies did. I think it's going to be hard for them to score runs. I like both pitchers. I like the weather. I like under as long as it's seven, a pick for me at six and a half. Again, I would downgrade that to a B pick. 17 Eastern first pitch, Twins at the Rays. Dylan Bunny versus Clory Kuber. Kluber, uh, a dome there in Tampa, but as we talked about, definitely a pitcher's park there, as you can see on the screen there with that park factor of 93. It's one of the lowest in baseball. Model says Rays minus 130. Right now I'm seeing minus 131. If that number were to come down a little bit, you could argue there's an edge on Tampa. That's probably the side I'd rather be on. Uh, both pitchers solid. Uh, neither one of them 
at this point can I say is better than the other? Uh, I like both of them. Don't love either one of them. I do love this number though. Seven and a half minus one Oh five a pick for me on this under, we continuously see um, both of these teams going under the twins scored a ton of runs yesterday. Uh, I don't think that holds here against Kluber and against a raised team. That's not going to uh, Kluber gave up some runs last time out, but the Rays in general, aren't going to let him, you know, get hung out to dry. They're going to go to their bullpen early. They've got tons of good arms uh, in the bullpen, especially uh, with the extra extra guys in the roster here early on in the season. Right now, I think uh, we're up, I think, nine units on one of these teams on the unders and up 10 on the other on the unders. So, I mean, I, I think we're just going to continue to ride with that. Again, I think the number hasn't adjusted to, to the ball. I think this park is too big. I think these pitchers are too good. I like minus 105 especially. I like under 7.5 as the A pick, winning at 7, not pushing. Lots to like here on this under. Angels with the White Sox, 7-10 Eastern. First pitch, Noah Syndergaard versus Lucas Giolito. Two pitchers that are fantastic. Both of them I have projected. Uh, ERA going forward under four, which is pretty good. <clears throat> Just thinking about how projection systems tend to project towards the mean. Starting time weather is going to be about 60 degrees. The game's going to finish around 55, so kind of we talked about in a lot of other places. The wind's blowing in from left center about 15 miles an hour all game. Model says White Sox minus 117, no value on either side as of the time of this recording, but I think a lot of value on the total under at seven, a pick for me, minus 120, exact same thing as I said here in the Phillies and Mets game. I think both of these pitchers a little bit better than those pitchers, which is why you have to pay a little bit more juice, but the weather is right for this under being a chilly night. The wind blowing in is just an added bonus. Two offenses I don't really trust. The White Sox, their struggles offensively are well documented. The Angels, again, I don't really trust their offense. You got a couple guys you got to worry about, but otherwise, they don't have a lot of depth. Yesterday, their four runs against the Guardians, three I think were unearned. They got a couple of errors on the Guardians in the uh, one of the early innings of that game. Guardians just can't uh, get out of their own way. It seems like um, I just don't think this Angels offense is going to be able to do anything against Lucas Giolito. Uh, I love this under seven. A pick for me, again, at six and a half, it's a B pick just because I love that push protection at seven. I think this number should be six and a half. It wouldn't surprise me if uh, if you have multiple books out there, if one of your books is offering six and a half. I really like seven a lot more than six and a half at this one, just in case it does get to seven runs. I still think under six and a half is the right side. I just would back off a little bit on it, knowing that we don't get the push if it lands seven, which is one of the more common uh, final score outcomes in baseball. 805 Eastern first pitch Braves at the Rangers. Ian Anderson versus Garrett Richards. It's going to be the opener uh, for the Rangers. Model says Braves minus 145. It's an A pick for me on the Braves minus 133. Uh, hard to say exactly what we're going to get from Acuna here coming back, how long it's going to take him to really get going. Um, at, at this point, the model's kind of you know treating him as hey Acuna's back but not having any data of what he's done this year uh so far isn't treating him as the real Acuna so if the real Acuna is ready to go right out the gate here um after making his debut last night then there's even more value on this number than I'm indicating I think there's a lot of value at minus 133 uh I think the Braves are a better team 
than the Astros right now. And the Astros just went in there and took care of business against the Rangers. Um, I don't know if that holds true if the Astros kind of get their crap together. But as we talked about, their offense just has not looked good. I think the Braves' offense is better. I mean, I think it's pretty straightforward here. I think the starting pitchers are relatively even. It's just the difference is that Richards is only going to probably throw a couple of innings. And then you still have a solid starter out there for the Braves and Ian Anderson to have him right around league average. Um, and then the Rangers are going to go to their bullpen. Again, I think it's going to be a rude awakening for them playing an, an, an actual offense. The Rangers got to play the A's, who just have, haven't been able to hit at all. Uh, they're a little bit like a talent, a little bit of injuries. Played the Astros, whose offense is struggling, still give up some runs to them. I think we're going to go back to seeing the Rangers bullpen be bad again here playing a real offense in Atlanta. Minus 133 makes no sense to me. A pick for me on the Braves. I like them to go on the road here and get the job done. Comes at the Brewers, 18 Eastern first pitch. Kyle Hendricks versus Adrian Hauser. Model says Brewers minus 150. I've got an A pick on the Brewers at minus 145. Hendricks and Hauser are both pitchers that are, I think, slightly below average. Hauser, you know, some of his success, I think, isn't really justified. I think it's a little bit of smoke and mirrors on his part. But Hendricks is just a different pitcher home and road. I think overall, I think he's probably a little bit average, a little bit below average uh, on the road. I definitely, I think he's definitely below average. So I think it's kind of a wash starting pitcher-wise. Nothing really that tells me one team has a huge edge there. Brewers bats have been not as bad of late. I think they have the better offense than the Cubs. We know they have the bullpen. As long as this game is close in the late innings, Brewers have a huge edge. I think this number should be higher. The model says minus 150. I kind of think minus 155, minus 160 makes a little more sense. If you can get a number like Brewers minus 140, minus 145, even up to minus 150. I like that a lot. I think it's the right side. A pick for me on that one. 18 Eastern first pitch, Yankees at the Royals. Nestor Cortez versus Chris Bubik. Weather-wise, a nice night in Kansas City. Temperature-wise, will be around 70 degrees, but a chance of rain increasing throughout the night. So a game that might see some delays one way or the other. Winds will be blowing a little bit across, a little bit out to left field. Close to 20 miles an hour. So a little bit of a bump maybe to the bats, depending on exactly how that wind plays out, right? Just a subtle shift in the direction on that wind could help. Um, it might not. If it gets a little bit more across, it's going to have less of an impact. And again, the weather being that warm, um, relatively speaking for this time of year, definitely one that I don't want to play the under on. Um, in general, as you know, early in the season, that's the way I look, especially with the baseball situation the way it is. But that's when I'm, I'm staying away from the total. The model says Yankees minus 151. Royals plus 184 offers insane value. So I'm taking the Royals at that price. I'm giving it a B pick. I really debated on this one the grade. It's a tough situation. I still think the Yankees win this game 60% of the time. That's not including the percentage of the time this game gets rained out, of course, tonight. So I still think the Yankees are more likely to win, but gosh, there's just so much value here on the Royals. I can't pass it up. It's similar to the Padres Pirates scenario. I don't think Bubik is that good. I have him pretty closely rated to what Zach Thompson is. I just think in general, the Royals 
are a better team than the Pirates. So it gives me a little bit more faith to put that extra unit on the Royals because I just think they're better than the Pirates. I don't think that's a crazy statement, uh, given that the Pirates don't seem to care about winning, it seems like, most years. And on top of that, there's just extra value here at this number. Uh, our edge on the Pirates was a worthwhile edge, but it wasn't anything to write home about. This edge at over 30 cents is just so high. Even though I think that we're more likely to lose this play than win it, it's a situation where I think it's smart to have a little bit extra on this game because in the long run, these are the types of things that are going to help increase our bankroll. So I'm going with that second unit at plus 184 uh, rather than... Uh, doing what I did on the Pirates, which is just play the one unit. Again, big plus odds. If you want to scale back because of the big plus odds, I don't blame you. I just don't want to scale back too much just because there's a ton of value here at plus 184 on the Royals. So B pick for me there. 8.15 Eastern first pitch, Diamondbacks at the Cardinals. Madison Bumgarner versus Adam Wainwright. Uh, two old guys pitching, or I guess in Bumgarner, an old guy who feels older than he is because he came up so young, Wainwright. Actually, an old guy for Major League Baseball standards. Weather will be about 70 degrees, closing mid-60s. Winds will be blowing across, so that shouldn't affect things too much. Maybe a little bit of a chance of rain. Hopefully, nothing as bad as... It doesn't look like anything as bad as last night where they were playing through some solid rain most of the game, knowing that if they didn't play through that, it wasn't going to get any better later, so they just kind of went with it. Model says Cardinals minus 181, so no value on either side. And even if the number moves a little bit, I, I don't see this number moving enough to where either side is enticing for me. Uh, Bumgarner, again, we've talked about him every time he comes up. So if you're, if you're new and haven't heard me talk about him, um, you know, two years ago, he was did basically nothing in the pandemic. His fastball was sitting in like the mid-80s that season, and he was awful. Last year, his fastball was a little bit better, and his results were okay. This year, his fastball is back to actually around the numbers that it was previously. So he's had a good start to the season, and I expect that to continue. I don't think that's a fluke. Uh, Wainwright continues to pitch well. Um, every projection system continues to say he's old. He's going to start to do worse. Maybe we're starting to see a little bit of that, but worse based off how good he was last year. Still puts him at a pretty good pitcher. So two pitchers that I like. And a situation where the Cardinals offense isn't great, uh, but obviously it's better than the Diamondbacks offense. So it's tough for me to say that the Diamondbacks would be a team that I want to back given how bad their offense is, especially against a decent pitcher. Um, but I wouldn't want to lay those odds with the Cardinals. And run line to me is off the table with a total of seven because it's a, it should be a tight tight game. And I and in a tight game, you're more likely to have a one-run game than anything else. So I wouldn't lay the run line with the Cardinals. So I just got to stay away from the side completely here. Um, Total-wise, though, under seven, for me, it's plus 102. That's an A pick. It's similar to what I said before. I think this total should be six and a half. Um, I don't see it going to six and a half because I don't think either one of these pitchers is getting the respect that they deserve. I just think the six and a half is the right number. Um, but if it does fall to six and a half for some reason, uh, drop that to a B pick for me. But at seven, A pick, especially even money. I like this one a lot. I think both pitchers uh, are better than people realize. Both offenses not as good as they realize. The Cardinals scored a lot of runs last night on the Diamondbacks. Again, one of their weaker pitchers talked about the unders being so profitable with Bumgarner, Kelly, and Gallon on the bump. And that's it set up tonight, so we're going to roll with it again. A pick for me under seven in Arizona, St. Louis. Reds at the Rockies, 840 Easter first pitch. Hunter Green versus Antonio Sensatella. 
Weather-wise, this sets up for an under. So that's just something to keep keep in mind. Uh, we're going to be in the upper 50s to start, lower 50s to close. Wind's blowing a little bit across, but more in than across from left field, around 20 miles an hour. It's going to knock the ball down. Total 10.5. Again, it sets up to be an under. To me, the the right number for this total should be 9.5. This is not – and doesn't mean it can't happen, especially with the Reds, pitchers and bullpen, right? It doesn't mean that the Reds can't give up 10 runs, but this does not set up weather-wise. And starting pitcher-wise, both starting pitchers, you know, pretty average. Uh, doesn't set up to be one of those 11-8 to eight type games in Coors. Obviously, the Rockies may make a ton of errors again. I don't. I honestly don't know at this point if I should be looking into adjusting the Rockies' numbers, runs allowed because of the errors. I don't think they're going to continue to be this bad. If they do, that would be historically bad. But they have my attention. They've. And it's not just the errors. It's they've made a couple of mental mistakes too with letting balls drop in that should not drop. Bad reads, bad communication. I mean, it's just a horrible series for them in Philadelphia. Um, so I mean, that's obviously something to keep an eye on, but I still think under is the, the right look total-wise. I'm actually going to go Rockies, though, minus 117, and I'm going to give it an A pick. The model says minus 137. Rockies had an abysmal series in Philadelphia, but the cure for that is playing this Reds team. Talked about it yesterday. You can't back them with how bad they are. Um, the number, I, I think, just hasn't caught up to the Reds. Just traded away all their players. Um, their bats are bad. Their bullpen is atrocious. Hunter Green's solid. But, but my goodness, first start in Coors, I don't want any part of that. Um, I think, the, the, I, I said it before, the Rockies' bats do much better at home. They play much better at home. They have the biggest home field advantage, in my opinion, and the biggest road field disadvantage because the altitude, especially the first game of the series for Cincinnati getting out there, I, I know the Rockies looked awful against Philadelphia, but they're not going to be that awful all season. They will not go you know, lose every game the rest of the season. Um, I guess I plan the Reds. I think here's all hails. So Rockies minus 117, a pick for me. Model says minus 137. Even if you said minus 140, minus 150, that's where I'd start saying, okay, that seems fair. Uh, this number just blows my mind. A pick for me on the Rockies. 940 Eastern first pitch guardians at the athletics. Aaron Savali versus Frankie Montas. Uh, Weather-wise, starting in the low 60s, closing in the mid-50s. No real win to speak of. Model says Athletics minus 123, which offers no value either way. Uh, the A's just haven't been able to score. Um, the Guardians can't get out of their own way. <laughs> so someone has to win this game. Um, I don't think I could back the Guardians at this point unless you gave me just an insane number that's never going to see the light of day. I think you could talk me into backing the A's simply because the huge starting pitcher mismatch here. Um, I'd rather back the A's at a number like minus 125. I don't know if we'll see any numbers like that. My hunch is we won't. At a number like minus 130, I guess, 135, 140, that's just a, a lot of juice for it team that I don't really trust. The models had tons of A's edges before. We've played them and it's mostly worked out for us, but now that the model says there's not an edge, I'm not looking for one. But again, a huge starting pitcher mismatch for me and this one. And I looked at the under seven for this total. I just don't trust Savali 
I have him at about a full standard deviation below average, maybe actually a little more than a full standard deviation below average. It's a big park. I'm going to isolate the Guardians team total under. I just don't think they score. You're either going to have to go under three and a half with some juice or under two and a half at the plus odds. I'll go under two and a half at plus 122. A B pick for me wins us almost two and a half units. Two and a half is a really low number. I just don't trust them to score, especially against Montas, especially against in that park, especially with a chilly night in Oakland. I don't think they score that many runs, so I'll take under two and a half at the plus odds there. Or if you want to play a little safer, go under three and a half. You're just going to have to play some juice. 10-10 Eastern first pitch, Tigers to the Dodgers. Tyler Alexander versus Tyler Anderson. The Tyler A matchup here. Similar to weather as we have up the coast, 65 degrees to start, upper 50s to finish. Slight breeze blowing out, but probably not going to affect things too much. Model says Dodgers minus 204. You couldn't get me to lay minus 220 with the Dodgers. I just don't think that's smart. And I'm not fading the Dodgers unless you're giving me, we talked about yesterday, unless you're giving me some crazy number, you know, like plus 300 or something, it's not going to happen. So I'm not going to fade the Dodgers. It's not the spot for it. Uh, both pitchers be below average. Uh, I don't expect to see a ton of length from either guy. Um, so we'll get to the bullpens. Dodgers bullpen, obviously better than the Tigers bullpen. Dodgers offense, definitely better than the Tigers offense. Uh, I'll make the same play I made with the Yankees series all last week. I'll go Dodgers run line minus one and a half. It's minus 120 odds. I'll give it a C pick. It's not one that I think there's a ton of value on, especially with them being the home team. But with a total of eight and a half, at least there will there's expected to be an extra run or two. I think the Dodgers are the right side. I just don't want to lay those odds. So I'll go run line with the Dodgers, but I don't love it. Just a C pick for me. And wrapping us up, 10-15 Eastern, first pitch nationals at the Giants. Aaron Sanchez versus Alex Wood. Weather-wise, we're going to be in the mid-50s for the entire game. A little bit of wind out to center, but that park, as we've talked about many a time, is built to reduce the impact of wind. There's weird swirling wind in that. I don't think it means much. Model says Giants minus 208. You couldn't, you couldn't get me to back the nationals, not with – not with Aaron Sanchez on the mound. Huge starting pitcher mismatch here. Again, as I talked about, Alex Wood, one of the better pitchers in baseball. Not going to give you a ton of length. He's going to give you five or six really good innings. He shut down this Nationals team last weekend. I assume the same thing's going to happen tonight. A couple of different ways you can look on this one. It's just too big a odds for me to lay with the Giants. Minus 215 is just too much. And I can't go run line. Kind of like I mentioned with the Dodgers there, though, it's the opposite here. We have a lower total. And so um, knowing that it could be a low-scoring game, you know, a two-to-one type game, run line just doesn't really sound that appealing to me. I'll go under seven and a half, and I'll give this one a, an A pick as well because we get there at seven. I looked at isolating just the Nationals team total under, but in that park – I just think in general, I think the under seven and a half is the way to go. Uh, my thought process, the reason why I made, it's very similar to that Guardians A's game. The reason I made the differential plays in that Guardians A's game, the total was seven. And this one at seven and a half. And so at seven and a half, I thought, I think the Giants are the right side. I could isolate the Nationals team total, but with seven and a half in that park, 
I'll just take the full game under. Uh, whereas in that Guardians A's game at seven, it just was less appealing. So I just thought it's better value to isolate the Guardians. So I'm kind of splitting hairs there. I think they're all kind of a similar idea, all solid plays. It's just kind of where I'm at trying to isolate down to one pick that I like the most. But either way on there, if you're isolating the road team under or if you're going game under, I think it makes a lot of sense in all of them. I'll give this one an A grade as well. And summarize on all those A under plays. I've got I've got six of them and I'm going A on all of them. It's just like I said on Wednesday. I can't differentiate between which ones I like more or less. I think all of them have a huge upside and why I like them as an A pick. I don't think all six will win. All six didn't win on Wednesday. They went four and two. And I expect another four and two night here. If you think you can pick which ones are going to win, great. If you have that angle, I highly encourage that. I always recommend people play what you like. If you like what I say, go with that. Uh, don't just blindly take what someone else plays. Make sure you agree and like the reasoning behind it. So if you had a couple of those unders and you say, no, I don't agree with that as much, pass on those or scale them down. Uh, but for me personally, I, I still think that we have not adjusted the totals enough. They're starting to come down. I just don't think they've adjusted down enough. Now, as the weather warms up, that's going to change. When we get to mid-May, I think that I think the totals where they are now are right for more mid-May weather. And so we'll have to see. Just keep our eye on how the totals are doing. I just don't think they've adjusted yet. And so I still want to try to make as much money on these totals as possible. We're up almost 20 units, I think, on the A totals. Obviously, all but I think all but one of them has been an under. I, I just think we want to get every bit of unit down that we can within reason on these unders while, while the numbers are still value. just so, so much value in them. And so, again, I think all six unders – that I have today will hit. I just think more are going to hit than not. And so I just want to be a little bit, a tiny bit more invested on them uh, to slowly increase that bankroll there and keep that rolling until the numbers catch up or until the weather catches up uh, as uh, you know, summer approaches. So recap on all those Apex for me. It might be easier to tell you what I don't like on the Apex rather than what I do. I've got those six unders. Red Sox and Orioles under nine, Phillies, Mets under seven, Twins at Rays under seven, Angels, White Sox under seven, D-backs, Cardinals under seven, and Nats, Giants under seven and a half. And again, Apex on those whole-numbered ones, if they drop to the half number below it, definitely drops to a B for me. And then I've got some sides that I like for Apex. I've got Mariners at the Marlins. I've got Marlins plus 105. Braves at the Rangers, I've got Braves minus 133. Cubs at the Brewers, I've got Brewers minus 145. And then Reds at the Rockies, I've got Rockies minus 117. And that is all I have for you today on what's hopefully a great Friday for you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. Reminder, check out the Google Sheet for more projections, picks, and results. You can find that link in case you lost it. It's at the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. If you haven't done so yet, please click that subscribe button to ensure all of the sports betting content provided on this channel is dropped right into your feed. I'll see you tomorrow. Until then, remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.